from the Cave Crew Radio and you're listening to Alex Cardinelli on the American Variety Network. to our show today. Bang, bang! Welcome to American Variety Network on this fine Saturday night. I'm your host, Alex Carinelli, and I'm pleased to welcome you to a brand new series here exclusively on AVN. Now, the name of this series is Getting Real with Alex Cardinelli, and basically, this is going to be like a vlog. Now, a vlog is a video series, usually on YouTube, where you take others, like your subscribers and your followers, into your personal life. Now, obviously, this is not a video podcast, so this is going to be a radio podcast, but the idea is the same. I'm going to take you, my listeners, into my personal life each and every episode of Getting Real with Alex Cardinelli. Now, this is going to be a once-a-month show, so it's not going to be a weekly show or one that is done uh, twice or three times a month. It's only going to be done once a month, and that is so it can deliver a quality show. So welcome to the very first one. I hope you guys enjoy this great show. Now, this will be your chance to get to know me as a friend, and hopefully you will all become 
friends with me, or at the very least, know me better as a person. I don't want you just to know me as a podcast host or the host of the American Variety Network. I want you to know me as an individual, as a person, because truthfully, I'm just some dude hosting a podcast, and I want this to be a very fun show, and I want you, the listeners, to enjoy this show. Now, each month there's going to be a special segment dedicated to all those who are suffering with bipolar, like myself. Now, this segment is to help those with bipolar, and I'm going to share some things that I've learned about bipolar each month here on Getting Real with Alex Cardinelli. There's also going to be some other interesting things in my personal life that I'm going to talk about each and every Getting Real with Alex Cardinelli. Folks, you can add me on Facebook. My name is Alex Cardinelli, and there is a picture of Boomer, my lawsuit opsu. I would love hearing from you. Add me as a friend and send me a message on my Facebook. You can follow my Twitter, AVN Extraordinaire, or Twitter at Alex Cardinelli1. You can kick me. My kick is Crazy Alex 1993. Now, Kick is a chat messaging service for phones. It's a very, very good app. So now you guys know how to reach out to me on social media. Make sure you do it. I love talking to people. So I will love interacting with any one of you, my listeners. So to get our first episode of Getting Real with Alex started, tonight I'm going to tell you about myself, plus I'm going to have a chat about bipolar, and I'm also going to talk about how the month of June has been, and much, much more. So what do you say? Let's go ahead and get started. And I'm going to start by telling you, my listeners, about myself. Now, first and foremost, I am 22 years old, and I am currently living in Springfield, Massachusetts. Now, I grew up in Springfield, Mass. I lived close to Wilbraham as a child, and it's a very, very nice area. When I was about 10 or 11... I moved to Tampa, Florida. My family decided that they wanted to try living in Florida, and we spent a year or so down there. And then we came back to Springfield, Massachusetts, and we've been in Springfield, Mass, ever since. Now, I've got to say, I personally loved Florida. I think it was the best state that I ever lived in because I loved the weather. I'm somebody that likes warm weather. I also loved the stores that are down there. There's a lot of awesome stores in Florida that we don't have down here in uh, Massachusetts. For example, I like donuts, and I know that Florida has Krispy Kremes, and they also have got uh, other restaurants that us Massachusetts folks do not have. 
that is one thing that I really miss about living in Florida is the different stores that are down there. But I guess the one thing that is better about living in Mass than Florida is that we usually have nice summers down here. It is not as hot as it is in Florida. The best time to go to Florida is in the winter time because it's really nice down there. And actually, I haven't been back to Florida since we moved back here to Springfield. And I'm currently planning on having a vacation in uh, Tampa, Florida. I'd love to go back and spend some time down there. I mean, you've got wonderful beaches in Florida. You've got awesome saltwater tropical fish. Some of the fish that is in the saltwater hobby, saltwater aquarium hobby, are living in Florida's oceans. And you've got fish and alligators and such, which I like. I like alligators. And I like a lot of the animals that live in Florida. So I hope eventually that I could have and I can afford a vacation to Florida. I would love to go see Universal Studios. I probably would enjoy going to Disney World even though I am 22 years old. And uh, I would just enjoy myself at Florida. Now we're currently thinking about moving out of Springfield, Mass. But we don't know how long it is going to take. So that's how old I am and where I reside. I have a lot of favorite hobbies. Now, if you've been following my podcast over the last three years, you would know that I am a serious tropical fish keeper. I love keeping tropical fish. Now, for me, I think of the tropical fish hobby as more of a hobby than it is keeping pets, but I love the fish nonetheless, and I actually seem to enjoy the saltwater hobby more than the freshwater hobby, and I think that I actually classify my saltwater fish as pets. So, the fish hobby for me has been a part of my entire life. I've been keeping fish since I was young, and I was born in the saltwater hobby, as you guys know, because my dad was keeping fish way before I was even created. Outside of fish keeping, I like to go bowling. Bowling is one of my favorite things to do. I am actually in a bowling league, AMS Chicopee, and I get to bowl for the whole summer, which is awesome. I love bowling. I also love going to Six Flags New England and riding some of the wonderful rides. Now, I'm also a very good cook and a very good baker, so I thank the Lord that I'm able to cook and bake. Uh, and I'm not saying that everyone my age doesn't know how to cook, but there are some college students that don't even know how to make macaroni and cheese from a box. But I am truly humbled and honored that I do know how to provide a meal for myself. I know how to cook. And I must say thank you to my mom, my grandparents, and my great-grandmother for giving me 
the knowledge of how to be a good cook. Plus, with me going to culinary school, it was a very big help. Yes, that's right, folks. Another thing about me is I graduated from Putnam Vocational Technical High School in 2013, and my vocation was culinary arts, and I got a certificate from that. I did a few years of culinary school with uh, Branford Hall, and I've got a Serve Safe certification, and I also have an OSHA certification as well. So, cooking and baking I do consider a good hobby for me. I also like podcasting and YouTubing, so you can consider that a personal hobby of mine. I like to actually go out and go out to eat and go shopping, so that's a, another personal favorite hobby of mine. So, those right there are probably the biggest part of my life, and those are my favorite hobbies. Now, outside of podcasting on social media and the internet, I also go on fish forums and Facebook fish groups. I'm on Facebook. Like I said, you guys can add me as a friend, and you can uh, check out my page, Alex Cardinelli on Facebook. And on top of Facebook, I use Twitter a lot. I use Tumblr to promote my show, and I use Kick to chat with some of my personal friends. And again, you guys can add me on Kick, Crazy Alex, nineteen ninety three. Alright, one thing that many people did not know about me, because I am actually straight acting, but I am gay, and I am proud to be a part of the gay community. And I'm going to talk about that in more detail later on in the show. But yes, folks, I am gay, and I am 100% happy with my decision. Now, I hope that that won't change your opinion of me. Don't ever let it change your opinion of me. It's just my personal sexual preference. We all have different tastes. We all can't be the same. Because if we were all the same, it would be pretty boring. My horoscope is Leo, and I'm very proud to have Leo. My birthday is August 15th, 1993. So my birthday is coming up in less than two months. So I'm very excited about that. This year I will be turning 23 years old. Wow, time does indeed fly by. I can remember two years ago I turned 21 and I was able to drink. Now one thing that is particularly different about me than some other people my age is I actually don't have a car and I don't have a driver's license yet. So I don't drive just yet. But that's going to change this year because I am planning on passing my driver's uh, test and I will get my permit, and eventually I will get my driver's license. I'm planning on having my driver's license and everything completed by December of this year, 
and I hope to also have a car in December of this year. So I think that's going to be a big step for me in my life. I'll be able to get out on my own and go places and be able to drive a car. I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm probably going to be getting a decent quality used car, but hey, all I need is to get me around to fish stores and stuff I need to go to, like doctor's appointments, and even live on location broadcast, if I uh, find the time to do so. Now, I really don't have a lot going on for me in my life right now. Um, practically one of the only things that I do have going for me is this podcast, and um, I actually do enjoy it because I, as much as I like to think, I am spreading some positivity to the world, but I'm hoping to get a part-time job by uh, the end of this year as well so that I can afford my first car. Now, I am a procrastinator at times, which means I like to put off some of the important things and uh, do some of the stuff that interests me, but sometimes I need to be motivated by my friends, friends like Jeremy Stellhorn, William T., and Donovan Barger sometimes motivate me to do the stuff that I need to do. Now, I am not a perfect person by any means of the imagination. I have my issues, but I try my best to be the best person that I can. In 2013 and 2014, I was battling some personal demons and some personal issues. Uh, but I'm fortunate to say that as of 2015 and this year, I have turned my life around and I am a much better person and I am getting along with people much better now. Matter of fact, I've recently found God and I'm a much more positive person now. So I'm very, very thankful that uh, I did eventually find God, and I'm very thankful to be here today with all of you, my wonderful listeners. Now, I do have a little bit of regret in my life. Uh, one of the biggest regrets that I do have is not finishing college, and... I don't know, I just uh, lost interest in culinary school, and I think if I uh, just stuck with it, I probably would have a good job right now, and I'd have a lot more money. I'm, I am really regretting my decision to leave culinary school. I should have stayed. I should have stayed through the adversity that I was going through. But at that time, I was battling personal demons and things of that nature. Normally, I am not a quitter, but I felt like uh, I am a quitter for not going uh, back to culinary school. And now I have this student loan over my head that I'm never, ever 
going to be able to afford. Even if I get a part-time or a full-time job, I don't think I'm going to be able to afford this student loan. But hey, we all have regrets in our life. It's how we deal with it, and it's how we uh, change our life around for the better. So hopefully, sometime soon, I will be able to change my life around for the better. Now let's get to our important segments of my personal life in this show. Now, in 2013, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And at first, I was like, I don't have bipolar. When I first got diagnosed with bipolar, I was in the, the, the denial stage. And a lot of people, when they are diagnosed with bipolar, they are in the denial stage. And for many reasons, because you don't want to be diagnosed with bipolar, because it changes people's opinions of you, and you feel that you're not a good person because of or bipolar. Now... I know that I have bipolar because I have my highs and my lows. I have my manic uh, phases, which means I am really excited about certain things and I'm looking forward to stuff. And uh, my brother calls me a bipolar fish keeper because I go from one fish to another, which is true. But it's how I enjoy the fish keeping hobby. Uh, another person called me a bipolar radio show host, and I think that can be uh, true, although I will never admit that, because I don't think of myself like that. I just like to host as many shows as I can and uh, enjoy doing it, so if it's not broken, why fix it? That's my motto. But a lot of the things that I do is, for my diagnosis, bipolar Another thing that happens with my bipolar is I get very angry at certain things. Some people may do things that piss me off, and I take it to the higher unnecessary level. My bipolar makes me fight fire with fire, and I generally should not be doing that. One example is I always fought with somebody uh, named William T., and that was mostly uh, due to bipolar, and I felt like he was trying to fight and hurt me on purpose. And I think that my bipolar led to um, me doing a show that was very, very harmful and slanderous to William T. I think it was called The Truth About William T. or something. And uh, that was from hurt feelings and bipolar, and all of that combined in one. It was a very lethal, toxic show, and uh, I am not afraid to admit that I should have never done that show. I was not in the right frame of mind during that show, and uh, I personally think that I lost a lot of listeners because of that show, and I personally think I lost a lot of listeners between the back and forth bickering and arguments with William T. and I, and uh, the way I treated certain people because of my bipolar. So, bipolar really affects me because sometimes it changes the way I act, 
sometimes I feel inferior to other people and I feel the need that I have to show them that I am not inferior. Sometimes what other people do really upsets me and I do certain things to make myself feel better. Or other times I am really excited about certain things and such. So bipolar really does shape me. But the one thing is I don't let bipolar control me. That's right, bipolar does not control me. Now here is how I personally cope with bipolar. The first and most important thing is that I take my medication. And the one thing that I personally learned about bipolar is that you never, ever, ever want to go off your medication because it'll be a very dangerous thing to do and also you could possibly harm yourself or harm others so never ever ever go off of your medication tropical fish believe it or not help me with my bipolar because when I am feeling anxious or angry or upset I just walk over to my 120 gallon uh, salt water display and it's really really relaxing because of all the time and the effort that I put into it and the beautiful fish that I have in my aquarium also I enjoy going out to eat I feel that it's a really uh, relaxer for me I also enjoy going bowling I find that bowling is a very very good activity that I just so happen to enjoy. Um, I also like going to Six Flags New England. So if you have a particular hobby that you enjoy, it might relax your bipolar as well. And another way that I personally cope with my bipolar is by doing my favorite things like playing PS4, MLB 2K16, I have a Yankee season, and I'm currently 15-0 in my Yankee season. Now, my Yankee season on MLB 2K16 is not realistic because I've got David Price as a starting pitcher. I've got Noah Syndergaard as a starting pitcher. I've got Jacob DeGrom as a starting pitcher. I've got... Felix Hernandez and Madison Bumgarner as a starting pitcher. I've got Bryce Harper as my right fielder. I've got Chris Davis as my first baseman. I've got um, Josh Donaldson as my third baseman. Carlos Correa and Jose Altuve as my second base and shortstop. I've got Yadier Molina as my catcher. So pretty much I don't have a realistic um, lineup for my season, but you know what? It's not a real life game, it's just a baseball game, and I really enjoy it on the PS4. Uh, maybe one day I'll do PS4 Live, but I am not really sure how to use it, so I'll have to learn that. But the PS4 is one of the things that I enjoy and among other things that is what I really really enjoy 
And of course, like a normal 22-year-old, I like to watch some rated R stuff. Not sure if I should be saying this, but I will anyway. Sometimes I like to personally watch porn. Alright, so here is what I learned this month of June about bipolar. So, if you have bipolar, this is going to be a very beneficial lesson for you. Going for a long walk can relieve stress or anxiety, and it can clear your mind. That's right. So, if you've been having a lot of stresses or anxiety about a certain something, let's say, for example, you've got a test coming up, or you've got some big personal things going on in your life, a walk will uh, relieve that for you. And the walk could be with music playing or simply just with your smartphone. But by going for a walk and seeing all the sights around you, it should be enough to relieve stress and anxiety. So that is this month's uh, bipolar discussion here on my podcast vlog. Right now, I would like to talk about how this month of June has been for yours truly, myself. Now, June has been a particular crazy month for me. Nothing traumatic or nothing bad uh, happened, per se, in the month of June. But we, uh, well, myself and my family have had a fight with our aunt, and we're kind of on the out with our aunt. I, I said this uh, last week on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. So it's been one of the things that has happened in this month, and we have yet to reconceal. Not sure if we are ever going to reconcile, but my aunt has uh, bipolar, like I do, but she's got some sincere, stronger case of it than I do because I'm able to control mine. She can't. But that's the only crazy thing that has happened this month for me personally. Uh, this month, earlier this month, I ordered a few fish from Blue Zoo Aquatics. I ordered a Picasso Trigger and a Yellow Belly Dog Face Puffer. And the Dog Face Puffer did well for 25 days. But I woke up this morning and I saw my Yellow Belly Dog Face Puffer dead. Now, the Yellow Belly Dog Face Puffer truthfully never ate. He stayed alive. He swam through the rocks and swam, but never once did I see him eat. And he was my most expensive fish currently because uh, I paid $120 for him. He was my most expensive saltwater fish, and it's sad to see that $120 went down the drain. And I think he was the first sick fish that I ever bought from Blue Zoo Aquatics, and honestly, I'm kind of pissed off that I feel that he was kind of sick. I feel that he was not quarantined, even though it says on Blue Zoo Aquatics their fish go through quarantine, because if he was quarantined, he would have been eating, and he would have been doing well. 
for me, so I kind of feel like they took me for my money. But that's just the thoughts that are going through my head right now. Um, because my Picasso trigger, my Manila puffer, my one spot sock face, and just about every other fish I got from Luzu Aquatics is doing well right now. Matter of fact, my one spot sock face and my Manila puffer have grown tremendously since I got them in March of this year, just three particular months ago. So that's how the month of June has been for me. Nothing bad happened for me. It's been a hell of an interesting month, and uh, I'm certainly enjoying month, and I hope the rest of month of June will be good, and I hope July will be good for me as well. All right, what grinds my gears? What are my biggest pet peeves in life? That's what I want to talk about right now. One of the things that really pisses me off is disrespect. I don't, I have no, um, let's see, what is the word to describe it? Let's just say I can't take disrespect. I can't take people disrespecting me or disrespecting any of my personal friends or family. Now, if you disrespect me, then I feel I have the right to disrespect you back. Let's say, for example, you're going to cuss at me or call me names. Well, you better believe I'm going to cuss back at you and call you names back. I just really can't take disrespect. Now, disrespect can include swearing, arguing, um, belittling. I just can't stand any of that stuff. I'm a positive, upbeat person, and I like for other people to be that way as well. I just feel there is no need for negativity. Another pet peeve that I have is people putting down others and too much criticism. Criticism is okay if it's very small, limited criticism. But if you're criticizing every person's move, every person's actions, then you're really jealous of that person or you're, you're trying to um, justify yourself as being better than that person. I really hate criticism. I can't take it sometimes. Sometimes I feel that they're criticizing me on purpose. I just uh, don't like too much criticism. And that's perfectly honest. Um, I hate it. But if it's a good criticism, like if it's going to help me improve, then I'll, I'll like it. But if you're criticizing everything I do, I'm just going to say, fuck this person, and I'll never listen to them again. But if it's going to help me in the long run, then I, uh, I will like it. Um, my next pet peeve, uh, let's see. I, I, I probably would say those are my two biggest pet peeves in life. Oh, here's another one. False promises. Fucking hate that. And I swore because I really do hate people who say, oh, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that, and they never do it. It really pisses me off. For example, I have people telling me, oh, I'm going to be there for your show. I'm going to be on your show. I'm going to be a guest. And then when, I, when it comes time to record the interview, they no-show. They practically waste my time as if I don't have a life. Really fucking pisses me off. So, 
people, if you're going to promise to do something to other people, make sure you do it because it's practically you're wasting people's time. I never do that to others. And if I do it, it's because I'm sick or um, I just can't make it. And I will let you know that I can't make it. So those are my biggest pet peeves in life. Now, earlier on today's show, I told you that my horoscope was Leo. Now, Leo's horoscope is July 23rd to August 22nd. Now, every month here on Getting Real with Alice Cardinelli, I'm going to read the Leo horoscope for everybody that has a birthday on July 23rd to August 22nd. So here is the Leo horoscope for today, Saturday, June 25th, 2016. Someone has their nose in your personal business, Leo, and nothing could annoy you more right now. Even though this intrusion may be coming from a place of caring, there is also a bit of nosiness there. You could retaliate by saying exactly what you think, which I do, but harshness will only create hurt feelings. If you stay calm and you draw a firm line around your privacy without being harsh in the process, you will make your point and you will have a better result. That is today's horoscope, Leo horoscope. The main characteristics of Leo, Leos stubbornly cling to their pride. They do not readily alter their opinions or behavior at the request of others. Their stubborn nature makes it hard for them to accept that there is no virtue in giving what they want to give. Rather, virtue means giving what may be wanted or needed. Neither is there reward in giving misguided loyalty to those who are not worthy of it, which is another possibility with a Leo sun sign. Sounds exactly like me. And that is this month's Leo horoscope. Alright, the last thing I'm going to talk about before we uh, take our one and only intermission or commercial break on today's show is my personal favorite movies. I have a lot of favorite movies. My first one is Finding Nemo. I know it's a kid's movie, but hey, I like it. I also like Finding Dory. That's a wonderful movie. I like the movie Sex Tape with Cameron Diaz and Jason Segel. Uh, I think it, I think it's who who plays in it. I don't know. I really don't know the guy that plays in it, but I know Cameron Diaz is in it. Um, I also like all the Shrek movies. Uh, I like Ted Part One and Ted Two. I like Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street and I like a lot of movies. There are so many good ones out there that it's hard to talk about them on the air. So I'll just say that I like a whole bunch of movies. Now, for TV shows, I like Web of Lies. I like I Almost Got Away With It. I like 
Um, shoot. Uh, disappeared. And there's a couple other shows that I like in ID Discovery. I'm a big fan of the channel ID Discovery. I am a big wrestling fan. Uh, I like the WWE. So I am subscribed to the WWE Network and I get all of the pay-per-views for $10 a month and I get whatever is on the archive section of the WWE Network and I watch Raw and SmackDown a lot. So that's what I like to watch on TV. I generally don't get to watch TV a lot and when I do it's usually a WWE pay-per-view or Raw or SmackDown or a favorite movie and... Um, or my favorite TV show. Alright, it's time for my short commercial break, my short intermission. Now, during this intermission, I'm going to play three of my personal favorite songs. That's right, these are my three personal favorite songs of all time, followed by my short commercials, which are going to be radio show reminders and things I want you to hear about my podcast, American Variety Network. Coming up after this intermission, I'm going to have a discussion on how I found God. I'm going to have a discussion on my personal message to closet homosexuals, and I'll discuss what my message is to those who hate the gays. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with more of my podcast vlog right after this. Don't you dare go anywhere, or I will find you and hit you with the scorpion death drop. Woo! We're back with more right after this.
lover's got humor She's a giggle at a funeral Knows everybody's disapproval Should have worshipped her sooner If the heavens ever did speak She's the last true mouthpiece Every Sunday's getting more bleak Fresh poison each week We were born sick You heard them say it My church offers no absolute Tells me worship in the bedroom The only heaven I'll be sent to Is when I'm alone with you I was born sick But I love it Command me to be well Amen 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 Take me to church
that you can download. On this app, you can listen to any of our over 300 episodes of the American Variety Network. You can watch American Variety Network's YouTube videos and see the posts that are made on our Facebook page with the latest show news and more. To download the American Variety Network app, simply go to the Google Play Store or the Apple Store and search American Variety Network and click download. You are going to enjoy this app as you can listen to any of our podcasts on the go or watch our videos. Download our app, American Variety Network, and enjoy. Hey guys, Jeremy Soren of Boston City Radio. I invite you to check out Boston City Radio, the talk show, where I interview local guests and people of interest in businesses. Also, Boston City Music, where we have local artists that are up and coming. And Boston City Radio Jobs. And we also have Boston City Radio at YouTube. So check us out. Thank you very much. On Facebook at Boston City Radio, Boston City Radio. Music Hour and Boston City Radio Jobs on Facebook. Thanks, guys. Bye. Saturday, July 2nd, 2016, at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain, and 7 p.m. Pacific, American Variety Network proudly and historically celebrates its 350th episode. Alice Cardinelli and Jeremy Stellhorn will be hosting this awesome summer episode celebration. There will be three awesome guests, each with something awesome to promote. Tara, an autism awareness advocate from cameras in special needs classrooms. Rhonda, a country physician, and she is bringing some wonderful music with her. And Jenny McNaught, a super talented, wonderful artist. Three amazing, powerful ladies with a positive impact on the world. Plus, to make this a celebration, there will be some laughs as I prank Jeremy, chat tropical fish, share 4th of July recipes, and more. This is a can't-miss celebration. So join us Saturday, July 2nd, to kickstart your 4th of July weekend with the first ever 350th episode, Summer Bash. See you on the 350th, July 2nd, at 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on American Variety Network. Americans, can you believe that 4th of July is quickly approaching? What are you going to be doing on the 4th of July? Well, one thing you should be doing is tuning into the American Variety Network's Independence Day Fest. That's right, Alice Cardinelli, Jeremy Stellhorn, and the American Variety Network are going to be hosting the second annual American Variety Network 4th of July Fest, where there will be 
food talk, there will be some fun American talk, and more. Celebrate 4th of July by tuning into the American Variety Network 4th of July Extravaganza live on the 4th of July at 12 noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Before you have your Independence Day barbecues, join the American Variety Network. Think you know Alex Cardinelli? Think you know the real Alex Cardinelli? Think again. Now get ready to learn about the real Alex Cardinelli on this blog right now. Take it away, Alex. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the very first episode of Getting Real with Alex Cardinelli, a podcast blog right here on American Variety Network with yours truly, Alex Cardinelli. We had a wonderful first half of the show, and now we're going to have a wonderful second half of the show. And now we're going to get right back into action. I want to start the second half of the show by talking about how I personally found God. Well, I've always uh, sort of been a religious person. Uh, as a kid, I used to go to church, and when I got into my teenage years, not so much. And in my later teenage years, I stopped going to church. Um, but I've always been somebody that has been religious. I am a Catholic person, therefore I am also a Christian. But over the last few years, I haven't been doing much religious of anything. I haven't done anything religious. And as you guys know, I've had a lot of uh, personal issues go on. Uh, like I've had fights with people, and I've had a lot of negative things going on. And then one morning, I woke up and said, this has got to stop. I can't be doing this anymore, or I'm going to be having a lot of enemies, and I'm not going to be having a good life, like the life that I would uh, like to live. So I decided that I had to change. So what I did is I uh, talked with a few friends and they said, hey, you need to find God, you need to get religion going in your life again. So what I did is I went and I picked up a Bible at the store and we've got um, a lot of Bibles available, but I bought the Catholic one and I began reading it and now I understand a lot of the things that are being said in the Bible, and I'm now a much more positive person. So at night before I go to bed, I say a prayer, and uh, and now I feel much, much better. Now remember on that, uh, um, remember on that show, the truth about William T. 
where I was screaming out, I found God, I found God, I found God. I was really just joking on that particular show. But today I am 100% sincere when I say that I did find God and I'm forever thankful. Now, I know how some people feel about the gays. They feel that being gay is a sin. Now, I personally don't think of it like that because um, we all know that abortion, killing of an innocent child is a sin. Cheating is a sin. So, I don't understand why people feel that homosexuals are a sin. Now, speaking of that, I am uh, personally gay, as you guys know. So, I'm going to talk about uh, gay for a few minutes here on the Getting Real with Alex Cardinelli show here on AVN. Now, if you are a closet homosexual, I understand what you are going through, because I've been in the closet before. I've been in the closet for many years of my life, um, but I've recently come out of the closet. What I would say to a closet homosexual is to come out when you are ready. Don't come out if you are uncomfortable because it will make you more uncomfortable and uh, it could lead to you feeling discomfort and you don't want that to happen. You want to come out at the right time. So the right time for you may be uh, when you are a little bit older or if you have found the perfect somebody for you. Now understand that your parents are probably going to be shocked and disappointed, but if they really love you, they will accept you for who you actually are. So that's, that would be my personal message to the closet homosexual. So what is my message to those who hate gays, like the homophobic people? I would say try to find it in your mind not to hate these people like myself because we are people after all. We are just living our own lives doing our very own things. What we like is different taste and what you like and we understand that, but we're loving our own sex. So we are leaving more women for you straight men out there and uh, women are leaving more men out there for the straight woman. That's how I think of it. I don't really understand why people are hating on these people. I mean, it's stupid. Like I said, you've got abortions, you've got cheating, you've got people murdering each other. I think hating on the gays is the least of our worries right here in the United States of America. So my message to those who hate gays are to maybe find it in yourself to um, perhaps not hate the gays and hate people who have abortions and stuff like that. That's my message. And there's one thing that uh, a friend of mine said, and he said, usually those who hate gays are closet homosexuals themselves. That's why they hate the homosexuals, is because they cannot come out and admit it themselves that they themselves are gay. 
All right, that is going to do it for us tonight here on Getting Real with Alice Cardinelli. I would like to say that this is a wonderful show. I really enjoyed this great show. I want to thank all of my listeners for tuning into the show. I really appreciate your presence. Now, I'd like to thank Jeremy Stellhorn from Blossom City Radio for giving me the idea to do this show. I think uh, this is a perfect show scenario for me. So, thank you, Jeremy Stellhorn, for that. I really like this show, and I cannot wait to do my show in July. Before I end this show, I've got a couple of announcements. On Saturday, July 2nd, next Saturday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to be celebrating my 350th episode. And I've got some amazing guests. I've got a country musician, Rhonda, coming on. You're going to hear her songs and hear her talk about how she got into music. I've got an autism awareness advocate, Tara, coming on the show to raise awareness for her program, cameras and special needs classrooms, and also to talk about autism. And also, lastly, we've got a wonderful artist, Jeannie, coming on the show. And she's going to be talking about her wonderful artwork and much more. Jeremy Stellhorn is going to be co-hosting the 350th episode. So check that out next Saturday at 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on American Variety Network. Also, please feel free to download my app, American Variety Network, on the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store, where you'll be able to listen to any one of my episodes or watch any of my YouTube videos or see any of my Facebook posts. My last announcement is, again, please feel free to add me as a friend on Facebook, Alex Cardinelli. Add me as a friend on Kick, CrazyAlex1993. I would love to chat with you. And also, feel free to follow me on Twitter, at AliceCardinelli1 or AVN Extraordinaire. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Getting Real with Alice Cardinelli. I appreciate your listen, and I will see you next month for July's edition of Getting Real with Alice Cardinelli. I personally think the June edition and the debut edition was really great. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great rest of your weekend, and good night, everyone. Bang, bang! Good night. Have a nice day. Saturday, July 2nd, 2016, at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain, and 7 p.m. Pacific, American Variety Network proudly and historically celebrates its 350th episode. Alice Cardinelli and Jeremy Stellhorn will be hosting this awesome summer episode celebration. There will be three awesome guests. Each 
with something awesome to promote. Tara, an autism awareness advocate from cameras in special needs classrooms. Wanda, a country physician, and she is bringing some wonderful music with her. And Jenny McNaught, a super talented, wonderful artist. Three amazing, powerful ladies with a positive impact on the world. Plus, to make this a celebration, there will be some laughs as I prank Jeremy, chat Tropical Fish, share 4th of July recipes, and more. This is a can't-miss celebration. So join us Saturday, July 2nd, to kickstart your 4th of July weekend with the first ever 350th episode, Summer Bash. See you on the 350th, July 2nd, at 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on American Variety Network. Thank you for listening to this episode of American Variety Network. We really appreciate your listen. Feel free to download our app on the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store. American Variety Network. Good night, everyone.